Hey guys, this is Steven, and I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Anchor. Anchor is free and super user friendly, as well as it is a platform that distributes each episode to all the streaming platforms that you love, such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Last but not least, it also has all the tools in the app itself to help you start your own podcast today. So start your very own podcast today by downloading the Anchor app that is free as well as you can go to anchor.fm to get started today on your amazing podcast you've been waiting on to do for so long. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Poema PDX podcast. We're super excited today to have our my friend, JL, from Belgium. I met her when I was over in Austria for a worship um, kind of retreat through SFC um, a few years ago, and I just really had an op- uh, awesome opportunity <laughs> to be able to just know her, to be able to get to know her more as we just hung out and did worship together and all those kind of things. And as we're in this worship season in this podcast, we get to be able to share and hear about her experience as well as be able to um, just magnify what God's been doing over in Belgium during this time with COVID-19 and what has that done in her life? What has that done to her family, her work, all the different kinds of things? And I think this is a really awesome, pivotal time for all of us to be able to see um, just what God's doing in other countries and other places yeah. in the world. And we just have this op- awesome opportunity to do that. So, JL, welcome to the Point of yes. podcast. <laughs> Thank you. It's really an honor to, to be there and to be able to speak with you. <laughs> yeah, awesome. It's so good. So how how have you been? Like what has been new for you as um, yeah, a person over in Belgium and just daily life there? But from what I've heard from Fanny, it's been very similar to here in the States. Yeah, it's been a really good year, actually. Um, it's been really uh, interesting, and it's always been an adventure, I guess, with God, you know? Yeah. Um, it's always leading me to new things. So basically, uh, when we met, I was uh, a student. Uh, I was working with a um, student for Christ, doing ministry with them, but also studying in my university and... Uh, and uh, the cool thing is that after my uh, I got my diploma, mm-hmm. uh, I continued to work with uh, the Ministry of for Christ for a few years. I was a staff there. And then um, I was also working uh, as a banker <laughs> on the side. Yeah. But um, in this whole season, God kind of called me out, you know. Mm. Um, I just felt like doing mission for a while with a... Uh, YOM, Youth of the Mission. Yeah, awesome. And so, yeah, that was really great. Uh, but also, like, during my years of, um, with A Sin for Christ, it's where I've been growing in worship, as we are talking about worship, and um, in, uh, in getting to know the Lord, you know, with music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I did YOM, and it was life-changing for me. Like, God, I really met God. I, <laughs> I felt like, you know, yeah. Sometimes you just know God, um, like a concert or something, but then you just really meet him like heart to heart and it just changes you. And, and so, yeah, I did mission. I went in uh, Asia, <laughs> did wow. uh, a lot of different things there, you know, with the kids, like ministry with the kids and in the right. slums, but also ministry with worship. 
and that was really great. So yeah, it's been quite an adventure since then. And, um, and now I'm back in Belgium and still working in worship with a church, a church, a church mm-hmm. friend. So it's really crazy. <laughs> yeah. Has really the, crazy. Yeah. Has the church dynamic kind of changed, um, since, um, you, since of COVID, like, are you guys doing like virtual church now? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how is that? So, uh, how's that impacted the, you in like the kind of like realm of being able to worship or is this like changing like are you guys doing like weekly meetings are you guys doing like different mm-hmm. kinds of like songwriting because i know that you were writing songs when you were doing mm-hmm. ywam and stuff and like you are by no means like you wouldn't ever characterize yourself as a singer songwriter but i would because like mm-hmm. not everyone can just write songs and like that can have confidence and have like a joy in doing it so i think that's a complete gift and mm-hmm. Um, so are you guys, are you, well, let's see, are you still writing songs or are you as a collective, as a church, like still writing songs and doing worship together? So, um, it's really a church plan. So it exists for three years now. So it's really new, new, and we're, mm-hmm. um, kind of, you know, implementing stuff with the worship team. Um, but actually, um, I'm writing songs yeah, <laughs> of my awesome. own for the moment. Um, and little by little, uh, we can share it, you know, like as a band, uh, we've learned how to trust each other and how to, to become confident in, in that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, as you said, like uh, COVID has been impacting a lot, like the church. Now we, we do everything online, which we basically never did before <laughs> because it's, it's a kind of a small church because it's pretty new. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, now we, we do everything online, uh, live Facebook uh, on Sundays. And uh, also we have uh, some worship nights on Wednesday. But um, it's really great because I think in all of that craziness, um, God has been really um, speaking to me and meeting me in more intimate way. And it led to songs, <laughs> yeah. to, to writing some songs, you know? Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's so great. Um, I think that's really important just to be able to see the impact of community, see the impact of like growth and like within writing songs, within worship. Um, and like you mm-hmm. said, like doing stuff like via Facebook, I think that's really huge as well because like I've said before, is like the impact that this is having is a global impact. It's a global reach now. It's no longer a space of um, just reaching uh, 50 to 100 people on a Sunday mm-hmm. or a Wednesday. Like it's reaching yeah. thousands of people yeah. weekly. Um, mm-hmm. And because Facebook has a bajillion people on there and, you know, you never know who's going to stop by and be like, hey, I need, I need to like listen exactly. to church because I have no uh, hope at this current moment because everything that I've been putting my hope in is now abolished. It's now been destroyed and diminished and I don't have that security or that peace that I used to have when I was making money mm-hmm. or when I was having my yeah. nice car or whatever that was. I was giving them that sense of security. Now it's been demolished, which is so great because mm-hmm. of the fact that like now our only uh, place to turn to is Jesus. Um, exactly. And it's such a exactly. great... Um, place that we can like rest in because we know that our our whole hope, our whole being, our whole entity of ourself is 
is rooted in Jesus. It's not in creative. It's not in music. It's not in money. It's not in whatever. It's all. It's all about Him, always. Mm-hmm. So we have that yeah. awesome place to be able to to move out of. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to dive in a little bit here so that people can know you, um, because yeah, even though sure. I know you, like I want our mm-hmm. listeners to know you. Um, so where did you grow up? And like, did you like, were you raised in a, in a Christian home or in a mm-hmm. home that like in, encouraged you to write music? So like that's a little bit of your background. Mm-hmm. So uh, I grew up in Belgium. Um, I'm originally from Congo. Like my parents were born in Congo, but I grew up in Belgium, was born in Belgium. Um, I grew up in a Catholic home which means that I had like a religious um, education, you know, like I always believed that God was real and stuff like that. Um, But I don't think it really gave me um, the thirst for Jesus, you know, like sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes religion doesn't really attract you um, at first. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I grew up in that environment, but also my brother was uh, really like, uh, good in music. Now he's no more doing so much as he was doing when he was when we were younger. Mm-hmm. But um, he's really like talented musically, and uh, he used to to rap and have his own song, write his songs and stuff like that. And uh, basically everything I know, I learned from him. Um, so uh, as a young girl, I would write my own songs. Actually, I remember writing my first song at uh, five five years old or something. Wow, and, five um, years old. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I was super young and I was encouraged by my, my sister. And um, that, that was a song about peace in the world. That was so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I, I grew up in that environment of, of music. Um, as a young young girl, I would sing and I would, you know, know how to sing even second voices and stuff like that. You know, well, yeah. I mean... I grew up with that here for music. So, yeah, it was like a, a really good uh, environment for me to, to grow musically. Uh, I also learned piano. I, I did piano lesson from 10 years old, I think. But I, I learned, like, uh, the Academy of Music earlier. But I started to play an instrument at 10, and it was piano, my first instrument. And today, I'm also playing uh, guitar and ukulele, which is amazing instrument. Oh <laughs> you my know? gosh, you're Sorry. saying you're not a musician, but like you play more instruments than a lot of people. It sounds like you've been classically trained as well. And uh, yeah, so I would definitely say that you are a musician. Um, and that is so great that you have so much talent and you have so much to give. And like that's, uh, that's makes my heart like so full because I love to hear that. I love that. You're pushing into that, even though when we were talking beforehand, you were like, well, Stephen, I'm not really a musician or an artist, but like, I just like write songs for the church. And I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, you're trying to pull my leg here, obviously. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's the thing, you know, sometimes you just, because you, you, you've always done things like that, you know, I've always written songs, I've always played an instrument or sang or stuff like that it doesn't feel like something special or it doesn't feel like um, I own the title of artist, you know? Right. <laughs> that's why, that's why I guess I, I say that, but that's true that 
I can sing and I can play and <laughs> stuff like that. And I can write songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh, this is going to be so <laughs> awesome. Cause I wasn't really sure where to go with this direction with this uh, episode, <laughs> because even though we are in the worship season, um, yeah. like obviously we can like intertwine both like the creative side as well as the worship side into it. And yeah. I, I'm really excited because I, because when I read that text from you, you're like, yeah, I'm not really that. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that obviously changes it up a little bit. So yeah. like I, so the next question would be like, you're about your creative journey. Like, and it sounds like you've had a lot of opportunity, a lot of mm-hmm. amazing um, insight and impact within the church, within your family, with learning instruments and playing instruments yeah. and, Oh my gosh, like this is so great. Um, so I guess like when you wrote your first song at five years old. Yeah. That's what you just said. <laughs> I, okay, I want to know like how first because like when I was five years old, I was probably playing with Play-Doh. I wasn't writing songs. I wasn't doing things to that extent. Or I was just being a little like, you know, a mischievous kid and going around and causing trouble everywhere I went. So how did you write a song at five years old? Do you, well, if you remember, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, so I do. I do, actually. Yes. I really do. Right. <laughs> so um, I guess like God gave me a heart for justice or, you know, and, and as a young girl, I would, you know, see the news um, on TV and I would be like, what the heck is going on in the world, you know, like back then already. Yeah. And, and I was just like, oh, I, I think there was a conflict between, between nations. I don't remember well what that was, but it was about conflict. And I was just like, I want to write something declaring peace to the nation. I want to write something that, yeah, a song about saying that the nations of the world need to be at peace, you know, and that was the song. The song was all about that, actually. Which is quite a good song. It's kind of crazy thinking about that. (laughs) Like the fact that you comprehended that at five years old, like blows my mind because I, obviously the American (laughs) system is all kinds of backwards because I wasn't thinking about the justice system at five years old. There's no way. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so strange. I really don't know why, but I, you know, I I wanted to to do something. And I, I guess it was my way of, doing something about it, you know, in my small little world, um, about, you know, bringing some hope and, uh, yeah, in the world through music and through songs. I guess, I guess back then and all of my life, writing music or just singing songs of other people would be my way to express uh, my heart, you know? Yeah. Uh, it would be my way to make my, my voice hard in some way. So you, you felt like you didn't have a voice when you were younger because you like needed to share, express it through yeah. uh, music. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. huge. Oh my gosh. Like, so that's, <laughs> that was like your way of expressing yourself and having a voice in the world. So, and I exactly. think that's like a yeah. really amazing thing because a lot of people, they, they don't realize how much they have that confidence behind a mu- an instrument or behind a microphone, even though everyone is like afraid of public speaking or whatever, like that's so funny because when you get mm-hmm. behind a microphone or you get behind a instrument, a guitar, a piano, drums, whatever it looks like, 
there's something that unlocks in you. There's a place that like you're able to speak clearly. You're able to have your nerves relieved. Like you have this like supernatural kind of gift. They're like, wow, I can actually like be myself and I don't have to feel like I have to prove myself to um, anyone. I have this amazing gift to share with someone. And, but like when you're like just in regular uh, interactions with the people, you're like, like, you're just like, why am I so nervous? Like, I'm just trying to be myself. But then you pick up or play (laughs) a piano, you're like, wow, I have this amazing piece, which is obviously like Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit. Obviously it's a gift that like you get to share with the world and you don't, you don't have that fear. Like you don't care about like what people think. Um, Like some people do, but like, you know, a lot of times, like once you get over that hump, you're like, I don't even like, it doesn't even matter. Like it's just that amazing place where you're just sharing your gift with someone and you're being able to, and, um, eternally like sharing Christ with people because they're seeing you walk out of your gift. That's so true. That's exactly that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I guess, so I want to hear a little bit more about the, the reason of the justice. So like what were you, what unjust things were you seeing at five years old or even later on? I just am, my mind can't wrap around that. Like that you were seeing that Mm -hmm. at such a young age, which is amazing. And I can't even imagine Mm -hmm. how that has impacted you now as a full adult like it's probably shaped your whole worldview in such an amazing amazing way so tell us how i i I guess i don't know i don't know how i guess it's a it's a gift from god you know like there are some people who have this really hard for for justice and they see things and they want to make it better but i guess for example hunger like children who were hungry Mm-hmm. in the world or you know children who had to work for me like i've always seen um always the, the fact of seeing child a child being hungry or being hurt or being exploited or having to work at such young age has always hurt my broke my heart you know mm-hmm. and uh and i guess that's what that that's why i wanted to 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 make it right in some way but i couldn't <laughs> because i didn't had the power or anything but um, I think this, I, I grew up with this. And even thinking back to, to when I went to YWAM, it was also like a way of bringing justice. You know, like when you're going to mission, you can, you can go to those places. Uh, I went to Asia, to a lot of other places. And um, for example, we work with, uh, with uh, slums. We work with orf- orphans' house. I don't know how to say it. Well, yeah. in English, orphanage. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. orphanage, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, we worked with women who were um, trapped in prostitution, and we, we, we tried to help and with joy and life in some way in those areas that are um, surrounded by darkness, you know? And mm-hmm. I think all of my life I've been trying to make the, the world a better place, even working with Students for Christ uh, was also me saying that, hey, I'm in my university and I want to bring some hope and some light to people and to students around me. So I guess that's so funny. I never thought about that. But my whole journey has been about bringing light or bringing hope to places uh, like where I was, you know, 
Like if it was university, then it was university. And if it was mission, then it was the country I was going to. Mm -hmm. And as a young girl, then it was my, me, my family, people around me. I would sing sing my songs and, and that was a, a kind of way to bring hope and light around me, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's so awesome. Like, I'm still just in awe that, <laughs> like, that that has impacted you in such an amazing route. Because a lot of people don't have such a, I wouldn't say, like, an honorable or, like, a a just thing. But, like, I think that's a very high-regarded thing that, like... <laughs> at, a, at a young age that like you really had a really big passion for and I think that's such a yeah. beautiful sight that you have still followed the call and you didn't just disregard it at such a young age like you saw like wherever I go whether I do business or if I do mission or if I do yeah like something within church or whatever it looks like you still have this huge heart to give people the justice to give people the life that that you that we all believe that is what God's best is for them. And like seeing people in orphanages, seeing people in trafficking, seeing all this stuff, you're like, this is not right. I'm going to go and go right into the heart of that. And I want to bring hope, bring light, bring truth, bring love. And I want to bring justice into that space, which is amazing. Like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's so great because there's such a, a lack of that in this world. There's such a, people to see that and they they say oh okay well i guess that's just their um their cards they've been played i can't do anything Mm -hmm. about that i'll just give them money i'll support something a nonprofit that's doing something about it but you're like no like i can't just sit on the sidelines i have to actually go into the fire and i want yeah (laughs) and you have this desire and this like stirring in your heart that says that you just like have to do that which is it's a very unique place and i think that's a very powerful place that worship comes into. Cause you're like, I have to go in and a lot of people are like, wow, JL, that's crazy. Like, that's so insane. <laughs> like you want to go into there and you're like, yeah, I have to, like, that's not even a question. And I think that's wow. such a bold place to be. And I think that's amazing. So, oh man, I'm, I'm just like, so, like <laughs> shocked and so excited for where this podcast has already gone in the first what twenty minutes? Like it's just wow, <laughs> it's so cool. That, uh, like, I love just, it. I love this discussion. <laughs> yeah, we just unlocked a whole amazing conversation in the middle of this. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so what are you doing now? That um, so you said that you're obviously with the whole COVID situation, mm-hmm. it has made it. A little bit more difficult to bring justice into the world um even mm-hmm. though i one billion percent believe that god's doing it he's bringing yeah. justice and he's yeah, just showing uh-huh. us that like we're not needed like he's king and he is the one that is yeah. on the throne and that he is like ruler of all um exactly come yeah. on <laughs> but <laughs> what we're seeing now is that but like when we come out of this like what what are you doing now that is um like i guess like work wise or like your your path and that you're like still pursuing mm-hmm. but the funny thing is I, I would have never thought because when i came back to to belgium 
um, I was just asking God, okay, what shall I do? Do I have to continue mission? Or, you know, I was ready for everything. Yeah. And he brought me back to work. And matter of a fact, I'm working currently in a bank. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is I would, I would not have thought that working in a bank would bring me in, in a place of helping others because for, I'm, I'm working for um, the, the credit department. And so for the moment, we have a lot of, uh, you know, like the, the businesses and uh, the people, the, the self-employed people who have a hard time economically speaking, you know. And so they call us and we, we, we try to help them out, you know, with, uh, of course, credit and stuff. But it's so funny because now that I think about that, it's also like I'm in this key position to help the economy of my country in some way, you know. Yeah. And um so that is one thing I'm doing, of course. Um, but um, also with the church, I love that we we do uh, devotionals. Uh, we try to to you know bring the perspective of God on this situation and to to bring life and and hope, speak life actually in this situation where we have so many bad news, so many uh, scary things happening. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that's a, a way I do it. Um, and yeah, and also like I write songs. <laughs> I yeah. didn't share yet like the, the, the ones I, I, I wrote in, in this season, but, um, I think it, it will come. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think in some way thinking about what I'm doing right now, I didn't see the, 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 the justice part of it in the sense of uh, economic economically speaking I'm, mm-hmm. I'm helping out you know but also like with the church and relieving a, a message of hope so um, yeah I think I think those are the two things I'm the three things you know with music I'm thinking about right now and yeah I think that's a, a privilege to be able to do that yeah I think it's a really amazing place to be like within like the context of banking and like mission and like yeah, there's so much that you can, there's so much more impact that you can make within a bank that people really don't think about. And I, I'm one of the people yeah. that don't think about that because I'm like, oh, I'll go to the bank, I'll deposit or I'll take out or I'll <laughs> yeah. start a loan for something. Like yeah. there's never like this place of like, hey, I'm actually like contributing into the economy in this larger than life way. And I'm helping people um, mm-hmm. move forward in their life. Like I have to go to a bank for like a business loan, like Amber and I have to go to, this stuff for like a for our like building or for mm-hmm. whatever it looks like and we are needing banks like no matter if we like like them or not like they're needed they're essential yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah so like it's really cool that you're able to partner with that kind of space and like help people and speak life into them and like actually yeah, exactly. like so yeah, yeah, yeah like that's an amazing space because i think a lot of times like people think of worship in such a boxy kind of way like we talked about it sfc is like hey like worship is outside the box like we need to like tear down these walls and understand that Mm -hmm. worship is more than music it's more than art it's more than all these things like we have to like understand that worship is our life it's something we walk out of wherever we go like we have to be like wanting to glorify god wanting to give him the highest praise so that shows in our excellence of our work that shows the excellence of our love to people and ultimately it's like how we uh have our behavior our you know our attitude our emotions our 
like our posture mm-hmm. is like what is it like are we going to be walking in the sidelines of someone else and like trying to live in their shadow or are we actually going to live in the presence of god and like moving out of that space so exactly yeah yeah so i guess my my question is are like why are you still writing songs in this kind of like space when you're a banker like do you share your songs with your church do you (laughs) um are you writing songs for for the church or just writing songs for yourself um is that just like yeah you're still like (laughs) sorry yeah yeah (laughs) in this season um i'm writing songs actually yeah not really for my church, but as I, I said in the beginning, that writing song has always been my way of expressing myself, expressing my heart to yeah. God or to, to what, whatever situation I was facing. So in this season, uh, I think that the songs that I've been writing are more, more songs of hope, but in the sense of um, declaration. I don't know if you, you remember, but there is a, a psalm in the in the Bible where David is is talking to himself, he's talking to his soul, and he, he say that basically I'm going to translate, but I don't know if it's like this in English, but it says, "Hope again, my soul, because you will see his goodness in the land of the living." You know, yeah. And um, and I think that in this season, my songs have been about that, about declaring hope to myself, mm-hmm. um, in order to 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 shift something in me. And, you know, I think that when something is shifted inside of you, then it shifts your surrounding, it shifts your perspective on the world, you know? Yeah, that's good. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so it's been a, a lot about that, a lot about uh, also declaring that God is faithful, declaring that God is hearing, that he is mighty, that he is seated on the throne, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever we see that he is moving, and even with, you know, like even the song, like, even when we don't see it, he's moving. Yeah, Waymaker. So, um, yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think in this season, I've been writing basically uh, to edify my own self, my, my soul, but also like, uh, I want to share it. Like there are some songs that I've already shared with my church, but I want to share more with my church because I believe that um, those songs can help people edify themselves also, you know, and bring bring hope and life to people in their context. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I think that that's kind of the, the theme of the season is hope. And the theme of my life has been hope, like actually. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. That's so good. That's so great mm-hmm. that like, I think a lot of times people just need that hope. They need the encouragement. Yeah. And in such a time as this, like what we've been doing is writing songs weekly and sharing them on our own personal pages and mm-hmm. like pushing into more of like creative patterns that we can, that we haven't had the opportunity or the time to do so in the past. Cause we were running around so crazy, like with our life and our agenda and like this mm-hmm. has really allowed us to slow down to like actually like take the time to have the um, posture of humility because a lot of times like before we were just running around just doing things just to do things just to say that we're busy and it's like I don't want to live my life like yeah. that I don't no, want my life to be anyway. filled with so much stuff that I don't even have time to be myself mm-hmm. with others or with Jesus or with you know, just to be able to know who I am because so much of the time you can lose yourself. And that's what mm-hmm. we've been like curating on is like, let's always fight 
to maintain ourselves and like that for us for amber and i that's like our worship like in music and in photography and and videography like how do we do this and podcasting obviously with like how are we reaching people that have the time how are we like going to be taking the equity and maintaining that um just place where we're doubling down on what God is doing and like we're just saying yep we believe it we're going to go after it and we're going to still press in even if we are in a recession even if we are in a place where we're socially isolated we can still build community in such a powerful way even if we Mm -hmm. are not in the same place and we can actually have a larger impact now because there's people that we don't even know who's watching because we have platforms like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and blah 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 that like literally millions of people can be watching and we're like, I don't know a million people, but I get to share (laughs) this with a million people. And Mm -hmm. like, that's so amazing that we have this amazing platform to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do that transition here. I'm loving this conversation. Thank you again so much. This has been Mm -hmm. so great. Um, But do you, you. do you know what Poema PDX is? And it's not, just a podcast so if um so do you know like the the mission of like the intent of it Mm, nope not really but i thought it was a podcast about god and about yeah it was sweet yeah so it it started it's it's been starting out as a podcast obviously we've been doing this for a little over a year now and we've um it was my um like idea that God gave to me like back last year in like January time frame. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just a really amazing thing that I saw as a need, but it's because of the need that I have had for a long time. I wouldn't say as far as five years old, <laughs> but I would say, <laughs> so I good. would say as like probably when I was a freshman in high school as a touring mm-hmm. artist, as someone that, was very immersed in the music industry. I mm-hmm. didn't see how it was even possible to to do this as a full time career because of the amount of risk that it required of people. It was a lot of risk. It was a lot of like, okay, like I'm gonna live paycheck to paycheck. I'm going to live way mm-hmm. like outside of my means because I don't have this great thing that I've arrived to and it was a, a desire that I had, like that was a really big thing on my heart of saying, well, I want to take that risk on. And I really mm. believe that it's important for people to, to know that the opportunity is there. Um, it's always been there, but the, the risk is really high as well. So it's just like who in the right mind would say, I'm going to go choose a really risky path <laughs> and I'm going <laughs> to lay everything down for it. Or wow. I'm going to go to college and I'm going to go do a really boring path and I'm going to choose mm. to choose the world instead of what God's called me to do. Like what you like, wow. this is why it's like so close to home for me. Cause you are saying at five years old that you have been on this path and you're like, I want to choose this path no matter what. And I'm just like, yeah. what? That's so insane. Like that's so incredible. The fact that even at such a young age, you're like, I knew and I want to go into the fire and you're still going into the fire. And like, that's where mm-hmm. I have now, like it didn't take me 
like at young of an age because uh, obviously I'm not as amazing as you are <laughs> but at that same spot like <laughs> like I had this desire to go into the fire for other people to say hey wow. it's important for people to create art like in music and video and photography and podcasting and it's so important to the fact that like we actually need it like we've seen that more so now in this quarantine than we've ever seen mm-hmm. it in bef- and ever because yeah, people so are relying on it like people need facebook they need videographers they need photographers they need music if they didn't have music right now they would probably be going crazy they feel like they would have yeah. no sense because they'd be like i'm in silence i'm gonna go crazy right now or or writers like people are reading books now and people are having this all these kinds of things that are they need and what amber and i was like thinking like well how about we create a space and we allow this space to be for people that that actually are going to be serious about this and we're going to say hey, we want to create this place for you. And we want to say, wow. you're welcome to come in and create. And there's not this high, wow. amazing, there's not this high um, expectation that says you're not good enough. It's actually an expectation that says you're more than enough and you can do whatever you wow. are called to do. So if you want to go be an artist, go be an artist. If you want to go be a videographer, go be a videographer. Photographer, go for it. Like whatever it looks like for you. And this long table in the middle where we're just creating this community of creative people and a, col- and a collaborative collective where they're saying, hey, I need you. And I actually need you not for right now, mm. but like for like the future, because I want to like yeah. be a I need to have some music in the background of my video or I need to have a photo shoot for my album, whatever it looks like, because what I've seen as a person that I need to have a great network of people. I need to have a great team around me because mm-hmm. obviously like I can't, at, I only have so many skills. I, I mean, I'm a musician. Like, I don't have the audacity or the skill set of a photographer or a videographer. I <laughs> am, my eyes are not that amazing to know what the heck that looks like or what they're looking for in a <laughs> shot. Like I'm just like, Hey, I just want to go create the music and I want to like create the audio. And I think that's, where I have my skill sets, but like what we've seen is people are not willing to take that risk. They're not willing to say, yeah, I'll spend five grand per song for an album or I'll, or I'll spend, you know, a hundred thousand dollars on all this equipment so that I can just say, well, I guess I haven't really made any money this whole entire time. (laughs) Like I've done tours, all this stuff. And like, who mm-hmm. in their right mind would say that they want to go into that kind of place? Not many wow. people. Like a lot of people are saying, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd rather go and pursue like a corporate job and like go like be miserable while I work, but I'm going to like mm-hmm. still get what I want at, at the end of the day. Like they're pursuing riches and the money instead of actually living out of their full calling. So yeah, yeah. that's what Poem is about. We're about creating a, creating a community of people that are wanting to worship in the arts. So like, and that's what we've seen is like, there needs to be a greater place of saying yes to the risk. And what we're Mm -hmm. doing is saying, Hey, it's okay to say yes to the risk because the risk isn't as high for you because we decided to take the risk on ourselves and create Mm -hmm. the place for you to come in and say, I can be this 
because I've been called to do this since I was a little kid, but I didn't know how to do it. And we're saying, hey, this is your way to do it. And this is your way to be able to like fully press in to what God's called you to be. Wow. So good. That's really good. And that's such a beautiful project. I had no idea that it was so huge. Yeah. Yeah, Love it. Oh, thank you so much. It's been, yeah, it's huge. Like what Fanny and I were talking about uh, last week was just like, she was like, well, obviously this is God's dream because this is so big. Like, and yeah. I, and like, I think that's an amazing word because there, there was definitely times, there's still times to this very day and moment that I'm like, this is mm-hmm. huge. Like, oh my gosh, like, am I going to sink or swim or am I going to like, I don't know. Like, but when I think about it, like when I see what God's been doing and what God's been like pr- pressing on our hearts is that like, there's nothing that's too big for him. And he really like wants us to like press in and he really wants us to stay the path. Even if it looks like we're going right into fire and we're like going Mm -hmm. to this like place where we're like going to be over our head in debt or over our head in these kinds of like bigger worldly things that are not good. Mm -hmm. God's still saying, trust me, just go and trust and like go into the fire. Like be like, Rad, me, what's the guys? Uh, Rad Shack and Benny, like the Meshach, Rad Shack, and the Bendigo. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Those yeah. guys are like, <laughs> how to go into the fire. And like, God was like, boom, right there with them. And like, that's, that's what we're, yeah. what we're doing, what you're doing. And it's like so cool because, like I said before, there's not many people that have that tenacity or that joy or, even the craziness of the ambition or the willingness to go into that place in such a like willing willing way. Um, That's so true. Yeah. So how would, that is so true. Thank you so much. How would that help you and impact you as a songwriter? Like, do you see that as bringing value and bringing a opportunity for you as a person? Yeah, of course. I mean, um, as a as a songwriter and as, even as an artist, it's always um, added value to be connected to other artists, you know, and to to see what other people do. And also, as you said, you know, like if you you need, for example, I'm a songwriter, but I'm not a producer, <laughs> you know. And if there is a, a producer who know how to, you know, produce music, and it's something like higher than what I, I know today about music. And yeah, then it's, it's really um, a great tool to use uh, in order to advance, you know. It's just so good because uh, I believe that we can only achieve the goal, the, the, the goal and the dream of God for us with a team, you know. It's n- never something that you do alone. Right. Like even when you when you look in the Bible, there was always people around them, you know. Like even Jesus had disciples, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I just I just believe that um, it's teamwork, and uh, that too could bring that added value of a team, as you you were saying, you know. Yeah, that's so good. That's so I never even and, thought about that. Like yeah. even Jesus needed a team around him. Like that's so yeah. cool. Like. <laughs> Like, obviously, he needed God because he would, like, he would go 
to like <laughs> the quiet place, but like he mm-hmm. still brought around people. He brought around 12, 12 sinful yeah. guys. And he still said, yeah. Hey, like you're my people, you're my disciples. And I'm going to like walk life with you. And mm-hmm. that's wow. I never even thought about that. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for man just bringing all this wisdom and knowledge into this podcast i really appreciate it <laughs> Dang, it was is... my pleasure yeah. it's just amazing all about you it's so amazing Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well and also i just i just love what you guys are doing because i remember i was having that conversation with uh with a friend you know and and i was just telling her what would you do if you knew that you couldn't fail and that you had unlimited um, in limited um, things, you know, like yeah, resources. resources and whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah, around you. What would you do, you know? And uh, and then she answered, and then I told her, but then do it because you have God with you, and He's unlimited. And yeah. and I just feel that mm. what you guys are doing, you're going after the goal of God because you know that He's unlimited and all powerful, and it's really beautiful. Like wow. really, like thank you for that example, and thank you for that boldness <sighs> that you guys have. <laughs> oh, man, you're making me like cry over here. This is so incredible. <laughs> Dang. Oh, Jill, thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's, it's so true. Like, I just think it's so important that we we fail trying, and like I think that if we don't even try, like mm-hmm. we're already saying yes to failure. And I think it's more important to like never stop learning, never stop trying, yeah. and yeah. we'll see breakthrough. We'll see all these different things happening and like I believe the only thing that is failing in life is not actually putting in any effort at all or even like wanting to like pursue it and I and I'm not saying that we're going to fail I'm just saying that like we would rather go and pursue something wholeheartedly and not see it come through because that's a bigger success than not trying at all and and we just are believing like fully in what God's doing and every single opportunity every single conversation we've had, everyone's like, we need this. Like, this is what we've been looking for. This is what we actually are mm-hmm. been praying for. Or like, this is what I want to be part of. Like, how can I mm-hmm. support you guys in this kind of larger than life way? And I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't even know if I even have that like sense of urgency or that sense of desire to like go in so deep. Mm-hmm. When I was back a year ago, it took me six months to be like, okay, like, yep, we're going in, like, this is what we're doing, like, but people <laughs> are hearing this for the first time, they're like, yep, sign me up, let me go, let me support wow. you guys, and I'm like, wow, I obviously, like, I'm not that strong of a person, like, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> God just giving me that courage, that comfort every mm-hmm. single, like, time, because I'm, like, obviously that, that space where you're just looking at it, and you're like, hmm, okay, if people are so willing and so vocal in their pursuit and they're actually listening, they're actually like being a part of it, then like, why am I so worried? Like, because obviously Mm -hmm. God's doing a greater work in it. Why are we looking at this like, oh, well, I guess like, no, like God's obviously doing something. He's obviously moving in such an amazing way. And we, we don't see it fully at this current moment, but Mm -hmm. like, that's the yeah. beauty of it. We get to continue to in the journey. We get to continue in the path and like fully trusting. Because if we knew the whole story, we wouldn't need to pursue. We wouldn't need to like 
yeah. keep on going because we there would be no sense of adventure. Like it's about the adventure, the pursuit, the joy of the journey. And so we true. and we just are like God. We just like want to like know your heart every day. Like we don't know the you know mm-hmm. your heart in the future. We want to know your heart in the moment. And that's where wow. we've we've been at. And yeah, it's just so so cool just to like hear that you're friends and that you're that you're just calling people to action. You're you're being such a fire starter, such a world changer in an amazing mm-hmm. way. And yeah, I just like totally want to just impart that to you and give that over to you. But I want to also ask you, what advice as we start to wrap up here? What advice do you have for people that are in the creative world and the justice world in just following God wholeheartedly? Like what advice would you give to them um, that has given you a sense of peace, a sense of calm and a sense of like actual action? Mm. Um, I guess the advice I want to give is to, um, I'm, I'm reflecting because if I have to give one advice, I need no, to, can, to think about things. it. You don't have to give just okay, one. Okay, okay, yeah, that's that's yes. way too much to ask someone. Give one thing. Okay. And you're like, oh my yeah, gosh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess it's about never compare yourself. Mm. Like comparison is not something from the kingdom. You know, it's not something like it's not something God is doing. He never compares and. Uh, I think that comparison is killing people and killing, um, you know, like even aborting destiny in some way. Some people would never dare to write a song or never dare to, to share a painting or whatever because they think they are not good enough. Um, but I, what I've learned along the journey is that my voice matters, your voice matters. You know, like mm-hmm. everyone is unique and everyone is something to bring to the world. And what I love, I love to, to discover art and I love to, to see what, you know, listen to new songs and stuff like that because I just feel like God created us 8 billion for a reason, you know? Like, yeah. I feel like when you, you see, um, for, you hear, for example, a, a new song of someone you didn't know, it just brings um, the, another perspective of God in some way, you know? You know what I mean? Like, uh, even if you would draw something, then it would bring the perspective of God through you. Yeah. And um, what I, I want to share as an advice is never compare yourself. Mm. And um, and also start somewhere, you know. You have you always have to start somewhere. Don't, don't think about the end, but just take the step that is in front of you. It's always one step at a time. And uh, it's about, like, as you said, trusting God and trusting the journey and not the destination, you know? It's yeah. really about that. So that would be my advice. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's so good. Comparison is always going to be a thief. It will never yeah. leave you satisfied. It'll always just leave you empty because, like, everyone's different. Everyone is yeah. freaking different in the world. And I think a lot of times, like, people, they, they believe which is another reason why poema has come into the surface because mm-hmm. the word poema means God's workmanship. And I think a lot of times like we think of like, Oh, like this person over here is more blessed or more 
lucky or more favored (laughs) because of their circumstances, which I think is a complete lie from the enemy because Mm -hmm. a lot of times like people compare themselves to other people and we're all guilty of it. Like we're not on this pedestal saying, don't be looking over here. Like we're saying actually (laughs) to that, to ourselves in the mirror, like, Hey, Steven, Hey, Amber, like, Hey, JL, like, don't look to the left or the right. Look, look up, look to Jesus, look mm-hmm. right in front of you. Like look to yourself. Like you should yeah. be looking to him and looking to how to better yourself. And like, are you in alignment with Jesus? Are you in alignment with what he's calling you to do and not in alignment with yeah. what the world's calling you to be or do? Because if we're looking in that kind of way, we're not going to know where we're going. We're going to go in circles for the rest of our life. We're going to be literally exactly. just trying to be someone that we're never we're supposed to be. We're never supposed to be looking to, let's just say, a person named Fanny or a person named Tim or a person named Tom or John or mm-hmm, whoever. Mm-hmm. Like these people are on their own specific path and journey. I think if we don't allow them to be there and we just try to be like them, we're not going to know where we're going because we're called yeah. to be ourselves. We're called to be people that have our own intent, our own purpose, our own journey that God's placed before us. And if we are comparing, we're literally just being sidetracked. We're being distracted. And we're, yeah. we need to like know that we all have a, a purpose. And I think that's important for us to understand that poema means God's workmanship. <laughs> and yeah. we are all his workmanship created to, to do these great things that he is already predestined for us to walk in before we were even created. Like he mm-hmm. has already laid out a path for us before we were even born. Yeah. Wow. So, so true. So like Ephesians 2.10 is the root of everything that Poema stands on. And like we are just wanting to help people walk into that and to be able to live in that freedom and live in that identity. Because I think once you know who you are, you have the best freedom in the world. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. you fully yeah. know who you are and you can fully be who you were supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. that's so good. And like I think yeah. we said before, it's just like, just start. Just start somewhere. Like don't, don't wait to start on something. Because I think when we start to wait on to start on something, then we allow ourselves to like get into the spiral of like, oh no, like, oh, I'm going to be so afraid or I don't know. Like fear comes in like crazy because we overanalyze things that are simple. Like I'm going to go outside today or Mm -hmm. am I going to watch this show or do this? Like very simple tasks that we get in the way of. We, We tend to get in the way of what is like the actual smaller thing. We create it to be a larger beast because we, we put too much into it when God's just saying, put it all into me, mm-hmm. like put everything into me and like, let me take care of those things. And from there, I'll take care of the, the worries, the fears. And like, let, let you just fully walk into who you are and that freedom that he's called you to be and let him take care of the, the things that are worrying, cast your worries onto me. He says, you know, cast your anxieties yeah, onto yeah, me. Yeah. And like, cause my, burden is light you know and so so, yeah man this is i'm so excited for this 
episodes to get released and for people mm-hmm. to hear it because so many people are going to be impacted by it. Yeah. And so many people <laughs> are just going to like be like, dang, this is going to be some amazing things, wisdom, amazing insight from their calling from a child to now or their and like <laughs> their desire to pursue God, to start to believe and to to walk fully into who he is. Um, so the last thing we'd like to do is just ask, how can people find you if they want to reach out to you and be encouraged or write songs with you uh, or they just want to talk to you? Um, how can they find well, you? They can find me on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. mostly on Instagram. So, um, uh, my Instagram, should I give my Instagram or are you going to uh, yeah, something? get your Instagram and I'll put it also in the show notes so that people can like, okay, look it up. perfect. Mm-hmm. So on Instagram, you can find me at Jeriel19. So it's J E R I E double L E and okay. then 19. Perfect. So you can find me there. It's the easiest. Um, and I would be just write me a message and I would totally answer. <laughs> Hopefully. Like, don't, don't yes. be mad if I don't answer. <laughs> um, I will. <laughs> perfect. Um, and then do you have a place where you're releasing your songs that you've written or are those just like, just oh. for you to have? <laughs> like for the moment, I'm not releasing my songs, but it's, Something might change in the future, in the near future. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on some projects. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, everyone, just follow her on Instagram at Jerryl19, and hopefully yes. she'll post some some stories or some uh, Instagram live videos, something like that, that you can just like be able to follow along. Um, yeah. We just really appreciate you so much, Jerryl, and we just like are so thankful that you're on this episode and that we'll be able to have you on later on and we'll just be able to hear hopefully you will be well hopefully you will be in a foreign country or somewhere else doing something for the justice (laughs) system but we just selfishly we want um you to be back on our on our podcast to be able to meet amber and talk to her as well as be able to um to share what you're doing like what where god's calling you to go and like if it's in a foreign country, we can just hopefully you'll have service and we'll be able to get get you and be able to talk <laughs> about what you're doing and hear a little follow yeah. up with you. Because I, I think a lot of people just need to know, like, it's more it's more than just music. It's like worship is a lifestyle. And like, well, that's what we're as we're mm-hmm. in this season of worship in this um, podcast, like we're just really excited that we can partner with people like that are in all areas of life. It's not a matter of just the creative even though you you are a creative like your your intent every day is to worship <laughs> yeah that's so true that's so true all right well <laughs> thank you so much and i hope you have an awesome day and that you just yeah, stay safe and that we'll just continue to be in contact and we're just gonna yeah. just be so stoked just to see what god does yes yes thank you so much for having me that was such a privilege and uh, yeah, for for speaking out my voice in the world, it's really a privilege. <laughs> yeah, you're so welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>